It's March 30th, 2023, and you're listening to the Architecture Geeks podcast. I'm Larry. And I'm Matthew. And we're your friendly neighborhood architects being geeky as we want to be. Well, hello again, everyone. I don't know if anyone's keeping track of time, but we are, in fact, a week off of our schedule. But I'd like to think that's through through no fault of our own, and I'm going to blame Matthew. <laughs> so, so it's not really my fault. It's Matthew. Actually, it's Matthew and his children's fault because, oh, gosh. Um, yeah, someone has been sick for a while, and the joys of of getting to go to preschool. Oh yeah. So the kids have just started preschool at the beginning of March, and it has felt like, and 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 this is their first exposure to any kind of school because they've been at my mother-in-law's the, the entire up until this point. And so it, they, it just feels like they keep bringing something else. It's something we get one wave. And then the, the minute we, we get finished with that one wave of sickness, one of the kids brings home something else. And so it just feels like the last three weeks of March have just been one long string of illness and I, and you might be able to hear it in my voice, but I'm still kind of recovering from it. And so it has just been, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just very tired of being sick is the, the short version. And then of course you add in things like a, a foundation leak at our house and, and just life in general. And boy, time just, you just don't have enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, we got to the end of, of last week. Actually, I think it was like the Wednesday the day before the podcast was to come out and I'm sitting at my desk and I, I some just dawns on me. I'm like, there's supposed to be a podcast tomorrow and we haven't recorded anything. And I was like, well, in all fairness, Matthew's still dealing with plumbing issues and sick children. So I think we're, we're okay. Skipping and <laughs> pushing everything off by about a week. Uh, it just sounds awful. And, and of course now I'm, I'm starting to get the, the allergy season stuff. My eyes are itching as we speak. And we've, we had to bathe the dog last night to get all the pollen off of him. So it's that time of year. So, I, you know, but, but luckily we don't have small children to bring things home. And I've, I've heard that so many times from, from parents who like, you know, the kids bring something home, then it goes around the house and then they bring something else home and it goes around the house. And probably until they really get a good, good boost in their immune immunity system or immune, immunity system. Listen to me. I can't speak English immune system. Then, then, that's probably going to be your be your life for a while, but hopefully it, it won't be so much that we're we get too far off schedule and and so we are we are back this week and uh, talking about something that's I think I don't know I won't say unusual because I think all architects probably a lot of people but I think all architects kind of have this experience. What we're going to talk about is the soundtrack of architecture or perhaps the soundtrack to architecture. And what we're talking about really is, is and this came, came about because of my niece. She, every once in a while, I'll get these texts from my niece and asking things about, about it. And what came about was, what do I listen to when I'm drawing stuff? And I hadn't really thought about it too much, but I think we all do this. We have this sort of soundtrack, these things that we listen to and these things that we do while we're working. So we're going to talk about the things that we actually listen to, that I listen to, that Matthew listens to talk a little bit about sort of the soundtrack of architecture itself. Is there something, a sound or music or something that we associate when we look at a piece of architecture, something that kind of is imprinted on us just based on, on that particular form. 
And finally, we're going to talk about something that's Matthew. <laughs> I don't know that this is the sound of architecture. It's the sound of people working from home with each other. Which I guess if you're working from home doing architecture, this this would be a thing. But but yeah, I, it's something that I, I'm 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 not sure I understand yet. But but we'll figure that out. So so let's let's just start talking with the soundtrack of architecture. This what what do we listen to when we're working? Because my old business partner wanted absolutely zero noise in the office, not a sound. And <laughs> there were times, and Matthew, you, you were in the office probably a few times that just you could hear a pin drop because there was no other noise other than someone clicking their mouse, and then that was it. And it was just the weirdest sensation because I, I and I don't know if it's it's, and maybe it is with with everyone, but I grew up with with that sort of background noise going. You know, when I was doing homework, the TV was on, I could hear sound, and there was just that constant thing. So for me, it's it's always having that sound, but. I don't know. Did you ever notice that when you were in the office? I did. And I, I actually, I, I mean, that didn't seem entirely strange to me because at my first job, we had a similar rule where nobody could play anything overly loud. And even headphones that kind of leaked a lot of sound were kind of frowned upon. So you really had to have a, a decent pair of headphones that weren't going to disturb your neighbors too much. To me, it sounded like a, a normal architecture office when I was there at the time. But again, that just may be because we were involved with similar people. That's entirely possible. <laughs> well, I know like if, if it's funny, if when I'm drawing, whenever I'm drawing something, I I can have any range of things going on. If it's music, it's just whatever I feel like listening to on Spotify. Typically uh, I do have a favorites list that I have going on Spotify. So I'll just pop that on or, or find like a, um, a mix of something and just put my, put my headphones in and just let it go. And, and just kind of let, let myself get into the drawing itself. But in the past too, I've also done this where I've had, especially when I was working from home initially at the beginning of the pandemic, when it was just me and James here and I needed sound, I would usually have on the uh, the TV in my office and there'd be either like a, a television series in there or I'd throw in a movie or two just to have that background noise and the stuff that I could ignore, which was great. But, you know, it was hard to do that, <laughs> hard to do that in an office office. But I would I would occasionally do that. And again, I don't know if it's that that I don't know if it's that thing of growing up around that so much that and I guess maybe the kids now, you know, mom and dad have iPads in front of them, so they're used to seeing stuff all the time. But yeah, this is one of those things where it just just put it on and it's background noise and, and it, it might as well be no noise for what little attention I pay to it, but it still is noise, so it doesn't just get this quiet, quiet, quiet space. Yeah, I I had something similar. I guess for me, it kind of depends on what I'm working on and what the deadline looks like. Because if I like absolutely need to focus on something, I actually have a, a go to couple of YouTube uh, live stream kind of things where it's basically it's it's just an image of like a a coffee shop and maybe there's some like piano music or, or some maybe some some jazz or just elevator type music playing in the background and and that's enough to like kind of just 
set the tone for, okay, this is just boring stuff that you've got in the background, but it's, it's enough to keep your attention on what you're doing so that you can just draw till you need to hit print and send those drawings out to whoever to meet whatever deadline. But if it's something like, like uh, other times I'll be listening to, to start the day, I'll have, I have a series of four or five podcasts that I'll listen to. And then if I, if, if it's just a construction document set that I've already done the design work on and I just need to just get through the, the construction document side of things. Cause, cause the design, I don't really, I tend to just do the elevator music for the design portion. Cause I can't, there's this, there's a, a cognitive dissonance between having, to, having something on in the background that is somebody's talking and I, I, I'm sort of paying attention to and, and the actual design work that's going into it. So I, I can't ever have anything serious going while I'm doing any of like the, the code review or the, the, the just the design of whatever but then if it's just construction documents oh man i i'm pretty sure the last so my big project that ended in at the beginning of 2022 was this large historic preservation of a a 30,000 square feet cotton storage facility that was in uh downtown dallas and when when those construction documents needed to go out I remember just just plugging in. Geez, there was I had I did a Lord of the Rings marathon, the extended edition, and just just went to town on it with the Lord of the Rings playing in the background, and it was the most fun I've had in a construction documents sit down session. That I I, I just it, it was incredibly memorable and 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 fun to do. So like I said, it, for me, it, it just kind of depends on what's going on or what I have to do for the day. Well, that, and that makes sense. My my niece was talking about writing specs, and she had Lizzie McGuire in the background. So that was on the TV in the background the whole time she's writing specs for something. I'm like, okay, that's pretty impressive writing, writing spec, putting together spec manual while there's people talking in the background and like a TV show. I'm like, I, I'm with you. It's if you're doing code research or you're doing design work, it's having that. It sound is good, but it doesn't need to be something you're concentrating on <laughs> for some reason. And and now she says whenever she's writing specs, that's what pops into her head as Lizzie McGuire. So yeah, I, I'm I am I'm with you. I think there's there's different different modes and different music and different backgrounds for whatever it is you're doing. For me, I know like if if I'm writing something, anytime I'm writing a blog or trying to do anything like that then I have to have something that's instrumental. It doesn't necessarily have to be classical, but definitely instrumental because I'll, I'll find myself focusing on the song that's being played and, and, and the words in the song versus what I'm trying to get down onto paper. And I, I did find classical pop, for lack of a better word, but basically it's it's pop songs, but done in a classical musical style. So it's all it's all instrumental, but it's, you know, it's string quartets and it's pianos and whatever. So, so it's, it's familiar enough from the songs, from hearing songs on the radio, but you don't have all the words tied into it. So you, you recognize a melody, but it doesn't kind of catch you up and everything else. And that's when I, I tend to write best. I think the, the last time, maybe a couple of times ago when I was working on the blog, I ended up putting in, it was the soundtrack to the Prisoner of Azkaban, <laughs> and it's all oh, nice. Oh yeah, it was it was great. So I have you know the all that John Williams Harry Potter stuff playing in my head, 
while the whole time I'm, I'm, you know, sitting there writing something. And, and my niece will say that when she's doing construction documents that sometimes she'll put on the, the original Star Wars track because she says that she's drawing, it makes everything she's doing is suddenly very awesome because of the soundtrack. I haven't tried that with Star Wars yet, but I'm going to have to now because I, th- I think I think that could be kind of fun. Oh yeah. So 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 now so we we've we've talked about what we've listened to, but another thing that you and I were talking about uh, before this started was: Do you have any architecture that you you have an association with us with music that you that you can hear or? or I'm doing a poor job of asking that question, but do you know what I mean? I think of it as like a a sense memory. You know, that's the, the way the way a smell will trigger a memory. I, I think for me, it's it's that it's that same idea of seeing a piece of architecture and being immediately able to to connect a soundtrack to it or a sound to it. And I think I think the big thing for me and it's hard not to look at like cathedrals and not think of, you know, these giant choirs and this, you know, beautiful choral music coming out of it. But I think for me, the the one thing that immediately came to mind is Rockefeller center, because I don't care what time of year it is to me, that's always Christmas. That's immediately where my mind goes. And my mind immediately goes to Christmas music because the, because of the tree and the skating rink in the wintertime. So it just is that kind of kind of so it is almost that sense memory I think that you would get with a with a smelling something if that makes sense. See, I when you say Rockefeller Center, I'm I'm always thinking Tina Fey and Alec Baldwin and Thirty Rock. So that that's 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 automatically where <laughs> my mind goes. But <laughs> I have something similar where I, maybe it's not necessarily music based but it's more of like whatever project i have i i will usually have something going on in the background uh, whether and, and most of the time it's a, a, either a tv show or something like something or a movie or something and so a lot of my projects i actually like whenever i like for example the historic preservation project i worked on anytime i watch lord of the rings these days it's like oh yeah that i had a blast staying up to this scene while i was working on bridge details for the second floor of this warehouse and it's just like it's that it's a weird association but 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 it's 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 all about like what project i was watching a particular movie or tv series for just just because the two are inextricably linked. Yeah, the two are always linked together in your head. I hadn't really thought about that because yes, if if you're you're very intensely focused on what you're doing, I can see that kind of that kind of connection. So whenever you see that project, or or vice versa, like you said, you you you'll watch the the movies and think, oh, okay, this is what I was doing when those were playing, and kind of making that connection. But I I hadn't honestly thought about that before. I think that's that is again, it's that that sense that sensory, that sensory thing, that, that perception, but, but interesting. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think if there's anything, anything that I associate with any of my, any of my projects, projects like that. And now nothing's, nothing's coming to mind, but I'm, but I'm the person that like, if I'm down in new Orleans, and I think a lot of people do this, but because it's new Orleans, but you know, I think jazz music or I think club music because we're usually going out at night. 
So I think there is that association. So it's hard not to look at that architecture and think what what music is associated with that. And anything that has that New Orleans French Quarter look, I'm going to associate with probably jazz because that's just the way those things go together. And and now that I'm thinking about it, like the only kind of sound association, and 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 this is really weird now but whenever i see falling or images of falling water maybe not when i go there but whenever i see images of falling water i always have the voice of that my first architecture history professor in my head he's he he passed away a few years ago but i can i can remember the auditorium and just sitting halfway back and and just hearing his voice as he jokes and talks about this amazing project that I'm now able to get a fuller perspective of because I mean I, I knew falling water before I went to school but at the same time you're just like now that you're able to get a, a, a different perspective of it you know his voice is always the one it was his professor Ferrier he's always the one in in my head now that that I hear whenever whenever I see an image of that building. So I don't know if it's similar or not, but that's that's the only association the, the, the other than like holiday themed or, or like location like you're like New Orleans like you're talking about. That that's really the only sound association that I, I, I guess I could would ne- natural that I could think of for like a famous building like what you're talking about. Well, that's interesting. I, I so so we we both went to well, I went to UTA for a couple of years. You you got your master's there too, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. So I I had Ferrier for a class and had to drop. I think it was the year I ended up dropping uh, because I was trying to work full time and go to school, which didn't make any sense. But the semester before, I had another professor. It was the driest and droniest sound ever to associate with anything related to architecture because he was so bland when he talked about what we were talking about. And it was so hard to stay awake in the class. Oddly enough, though, I mean, I, you would think that that would be enough to kick me up, kick me away from architectural history. But I, I, it is one of those things I do find fascinating, but I'm also a history buff. But yeah, I... I I can see you if you're if you're if you have a good professor and it's something that you associate with. I can see hearing his voice and hearing him talk about that. That's really interesting. I hadn't hadn't thought about it that way. I think typically just in my head is just structure and music. But yeah, that that sense of what is that soundtrack of of that particular building and for you that's that is his voice. That's interesting. Wow. Wow. Well that's 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 not something I was expecting to get out of that. But the, but the other thing too is is the the one thing that we, the final thing I think we want to talk about is this idea of well I'm going to let Matthew explain it <laughs> because I'm not sure I fully understand it and I don't understand the purpose of it. But maybe that's just me. And and I think maybe coming out of the pandemic and so many people working from home, this makes more sense, but I'm going to let him talk about it because it is, it's working. It's essentially working with someone else without actually working with someone else. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm part of a, a sole practitioner's social media uh, network just on the side. And, and, and every so often there will be a, a link that gets shared around from different people. And 
I'm always curious as to what this link is because it gets passed around probably once or twice a week. It's people literally just live streaming themselves working from whatever setup they have, whether it be from a, a co-working space like common desk or, or just working from their home office. And so it, I guess it's a way for you to maybe it, maybe it's a, a way for you to to network with other people. But from the research I've done on it, it's 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 a thing. Like people just live stream themselves working on whatever streaming platform you want, like Twitch or YouTube or TikTok, and and people will just tune into your live stream of you working. And and people have professional backgrounds and. You know, maybe they'll have some some calm music playing in the background, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's a, but it, it's 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 really interesting to see this particular outgrowth of remote work, but people still wanting to stay in touch with each other. And I'm guessing this is just one more way the pandemic has influenced our remote work strategies. For me, this this is one of those things that just seems really odd and weird. And you know, if I'm watching, if I'm watching a live stream of somebody else working, I'm I, to me, <laughs> one, it seems a little voyeuristic, but two, it, it seems seems a little creepy. And and I just I'm you know, I, in my head, what I picture is like the world's largest Zoom meeting. So like everybody is is tied into the same link and everyone can see that everyone else is working and, and whatever. So it's like you have a group working together, but not actually working on the same thing. But just to have that one person playing and to be that person, I mean, to be the person who's actually giving up their time to actually have people watch them do work and do whatever, always seems, it just seems like such a strange idea. Although I, I know that when James's company went to, you know, push everybody out to work at home at the start of the pandemic, there was a really big concern about all the people who were living alone because they'd gone from a work environment to a solo environment. And the company was very concerned about everyone's mental health and how they were going to handle that. So they were, they were doing much more regular Zoom check-ins, but they were doing these more regular check-ins to make sure that people were coping with this okay and, and were dealing with everything okay. But I don't know that anyone had ever thought about the time at the time to like, well, do we have a live stream with somebody working? So you always feel like there's somebody else with you. I, I don't know. That's that's a weird to me. That's a weird soundtrack to have. I don't know. How often do you do you do that a lot? Do you like tend to watch that a lot or? Yeah, I see. I, I, I tend to rely more on my uh, streaming subscriptions for mm -hmm most of that and 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 actually I actually gained a uh, a coworker because Faye moved into the office with me so we've actually had a lot of fun just being near each other because before she was always at her mom's and uh, working out of a back room at her at her mom's house but that's no longer available to us so she so now we're now we're working in the same space and I've I've actually really enjoyed just having her around like like i I've, I've talked to friends and i've talked to other professional acquaintances and a lot of people have struggled having their significant other in the same room with them but she she is so laser focused on her stuff that i i could that it, it does help me 
keep focused on whatever I'm doing. So it, in, in a way, I guess I kind of am doing, I, I'm kind of using similar strategies as, as people who would be live streaming themselves working. Mine just happens to be in person. So I, I don't have to rely on it as, as much as other people might. Okay. I, I could, yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking like, Faye is your background noise. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, she's an accounting. Accounting is so boring to me that that like like that that it, it it works for me as background music just because or just background noise because I have to tune it out. <laughs> oh, that's fair. I think that's that's a fair assessment. And I think that was the challenge with James that I when I was working from home, it got to the point where I just I was getting to where I couldn't tune it out because he would be on the phone phone a lot. And initially it was easy, but over time it just got to where I'm like, okay, you're on the phone and you're talking to people and I'm, even with my door closed, I can hear you and, and I don't want to have my headphones in all day. So, so something had to give, but, but interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's Faye's background noise and no offense, Faye, Faye, if you're listening to this, not, not, no knock on you, but, but yeah, I, I can see that being that soundtrack, but yeah, interesting to, the whole watching somebody else work to me it just sounds creepy, but you know what? I'm 55 and I don't know what you millennials get up to. It could be anything. So I'm going to gonna let you have your fun, but, but guys, thank you so much for, for tuning in this week. And we're sorry about being off a week. Hopefully Matthew's over the next or this phase of, of illness and, you know, we'll see what happens with the next phase, but, <laughs> but as usual, if you if you want to reach me, you know where to find me. It's Larry at SpottedDogArchitecture.com and on Instagram and Twitter at SpottedDogArch. And you can find me at Matthew at AddingArchitecture.com or you can find the podcast at ArchitectureGeeks.com and on Instagram at ArchGeeksPodcast. So again, thank you all for listening and we'll see you guys next time.